everyone, and welcome to the Posterman Podcast. I am here with one of the Postermen. Wait, you're only here with one of the Postermen? So that means you're here by yourself, all alone? I'm all by myself. I'm here with one of the po- other Postermen. Oh, other. <laughs> Hi. Yes. I'm the super literal one, slash the one that apparently has the rep for hating everything, but... <laughs> Uh, strikes. <laughs> hi. I have the rep so far for picking some of the worst movies, apparently. I'm Ken. <laughs> and Lewis picks Lewis picks movies from Netflix. <laughs> Lewis. See, the thing is... Well, no, it's far... I, I feel like I hated China Salesman, which we all hated. Uh-huh. Except for Tyler, who dodged the bullet and didn't watch it. Yeah. I hated Slapshot. Which Tyler picked. I hated Eight Crazy Nights, which Tyler also picked. Ah, so in short, you probably hate most of Tyler's. And I didn't super like It Follows, which you picked. And Jingle All the Way. And Jingle All the Way, which you also picked. I just you didn't. Like the show my head Big Sick, so there we go. I'm I didn't watch Big Sick. Oh yeah, you didn't watch that one. Comedy. Um. So, in case anybody's curious, this is our this is our yes. our January box office roundup, Woo! whatever we call it. Thing. Box office no roundup. December yeah, December box office roundup slash looking ahead and making predictions for January. It's not a heavy month in January. Well, it usually ends up, yeah, it usually ends up being like the late uh, awards get like trickle trickle out over January and early February. But I haven't heard a lot of buzz on that this year yet. It's hard. It's hard to think. I think on the basis of sex comes out, it goes wide on the eleventh. Okay. So, but we can get to that. Okay, we'll Um, get to that. But let's go over December. Now, the winner of the box office polls from last week goes to me. <laughs> I won. With Ken in second and Tyler in third. Tyler, whose stuff we made up. Tyler brings up the rear. Guess what we're doing again this month? <laughs> we're making up this stuff again. Oh, Aquaman is king of the box office seas for a second weekend in a row. Yeah, and it's looking like a third weekend. Well, yeah, because there's no, nothing ever comes out on the first weekend yeah, of the year. A dumpy horror movie, which guess what? Um, but for December, the box office will go just the top five. And number five was The Mule. Uh, it's $70 million. Uh, Bumblebee at number four with $81 million. Spider-Man. Oh, that's a respectable. Oh, that's yeah. a respectable performance. I hear it's a really good movie too. I hear. I hear it's. I hear it's great. Uh, our friend Luigi's watching it tonight, along with us. We are watching it tonight. So we'll come in with that eventually at some point in time and say what how good what yeah, how it was. Uh, we could spoiler cast oh, it. Oh, good God, that would be so late. Um, it would be. <laughs> but I'm in. Let's do but... the both. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I don't want to do a double spoiler no, cast. No, we, just, we but... combine it together into one spoiler cast. Okay. The double feature, double <laughs> yeah. spoiler, double cast cast. But that is now another That's totally what I'm coming. calling it if we actually do it. The double cast cast. The double spoiler, 
Wait, what did I say? The double feature, double spoiler, double cast cast. Look for that on your iTunes feed. Yes, it'll uh, be after it'll be after this one. Um, then Mary Poppins returns at one hundred nineteen million dollars. Uh, did I say number three? Spider Man into Spider Verse at one hundred seventeen. I don't know. I, uh, I haven't been paying attention. Wait a minute. Um, and you Aquaman know at number it. one with twenty two two hundred and. Twenty-two million dollars. Holy biscuits! That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's, it's so far, I think, is the second highest-grossing DCU universe movie. It's right. It's, it's nipping at the heels of Wonder Woman, based on a IMDb, not IMDb, Box Office Mojo's numbers, which I can get right now. Um, yeah, that the thirteen-day total, Aquaman has made two hundred twenty-two, and. Wonder Woman has made $227 million. Oh, so Wonder Woman's the big winner. Wonder Woman's the big winner. but uh, I would have thought it was Bivis. Nah, Bivis didn't make them. Bivis had a high start, and then it Oh, and then dropped. it blew. Okay. No, yeah. no staying power. I was about to say, Wonder Woman had great, like, momentum and going, and so it kept making money, as opposed to, like, Batman vs. Superman, which was high weekend and then died like a champ. Right. Um, cause bad buzz and terrible movie, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So let's look at the movies that came out in December, shall we? Okay. The first week in December, there was the re-release of Schindler's List, which was, which we all didn't, which neither you nor I saw. Nope. Uh, I mean, I have seen it, but I didn't watch the re-release. Like Schindler's List? Um, it's one of those movies that is... Not the easiest thing to watch, but it's kind of important to watch. Yeah. So, I'm stopping there. Liam Neeson's performance is, is really good yeah. in that movie. Like, yeah, no, there are, there are aspects of that movie that are excellent. The the, the, the but, topic at hand is, is really hard to make. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, like it's black and white, which makes it a little bit tougher to watch in modern, modern times. It, uh, what is the word? Uh, it's a little, you know, it's dark and heavy and serious and long. and long. So all of these make it a tough, ooh, hey, you know what I want to watch tonight? Schindler's List. Oh, it's definitely nah. not a let's pop in a time movie. Uh, then the following week we have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which we you and I have seen and yes. we both loved. Yes, it's quite good, uh-huh. quite good. Then there was The Mule, the Clint Eastwood drama. Yes. Uh, directed then, and starring again? Or just, no, just starring, not directed? Uh, I feel like it was directed. Yeah, directed by Clint Jiminy Eastwood. Jiminy Katz, that man. Yeah. He's going to die in the director's chair. He's going to die on the like set. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He's going to be it's... acting and being like, all right, let's go up. Making every which way but lose three. <laughs> yeah, something, something. Monkey, help me! I was thinking a western. It would be, it would be. The Outlaw of Josie Wells too. I hope not. <laughs> I like, the, like the Outlaw of Josie Wells is like my favorite western. <laughs> so I should, we should, I should make us all watch that at some point. Well, there you go. You get another pick here, short by No, I don't. I just picked Iron Man. I know, but I just wanted to make it less timely in case, in case we don't get it. Okay. Um, then there was. Mortal Engines, which was um, Warner Universal's uh, second flop, <laughs> uh, which we're also seeing tonight. Hopefully, hopefully. yeah. 
If the timing works out. Well, it does based oh, on you, my math. Oh, you double... Okay. If anything, we're going to miss five minutes of previews. Oh, cool. If I... Even if there's like 20 minutes of previews on Bumblebee. Which there will be. Which... Uh, as long like, as... So as long as it's not like 30 minutes yeah. of previews, we're all right. I was like... So... Then there's Once Upon a Deadpool. The re-release of... of Deadpool, Deadpool 2. 2. As a PG-13 rated cash grab. Yep. Which... Apparently, well, it was only, it was just, it was a, like a, not exactly, it was not exactly a limited release, but it wasn't a wide release no, either. It wasn't, it wasn't a huge release. It, I think it pulled like, uh, 1,500 screens at the end of the day. Yeah, which is, which is not next a wide, to wide zero. Release, but it's pretty good. But as far as the numbers went, it was very high for two days and then it fell really mm, drastically. That makes sense. And that's because all the people that wanted to go see it went and saw it. And they were like, oh, yeah, Deadpool 2 again. Or people that were just confused. Right. And right. then they people realized, got, oh, it's yeah. Deadpool 2 again. Right. Then we get to our holiday releases, which were Aquaman, which we saw also. Yep. And, and Quite enjoyed. Yeah. Why didn't we spoiler cast that? Uh, I guess because of the timing was... tired yeah. after. Tyler, I think, was really tired. We just were all like, okay, yeah, let's go. Um, Bumblebee, we were going to also see tonight. Yeah, which is on the, on the agenda. On the slate. <laughs> uh, second act. The Starring J-Lo. Yeah. yeah. The J-Lo, like, post, not, like, midlife reinvention movie? That was the other movie we were going to try triple feature, and you, like, you got out right at four. That was the only other thing that I was like, we could maybe make second act at the AMC, but then I'm like, I feel like eating and maybe doing a podcast would be better appropriate. Yes. Use my time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that to myself for for second act. No thanks. <laughs> and that's what I said. I was like, no, because there really wasn't a much a better convenient time. And then there was Welcome to Morrowind, which I saw, and the you trailers I feel were better than disappointing. The movie. It was it's disappointing with how like. The performances in it aren't bad, and the story's not bad either, but it's just not what you wanted it to be. It's just not good. It's not as dramatic as you wanted. It was interesting, don't get me wrong, it was visually appealing to watch, but it just wasn't anything to run home about. Like, I never would go and be like, this should win all the awards, like I do with Spider-Man Ninja and Spider-Verse. Right. <laughs> and one, we were, we were, there was, like, I know that when we were, Talking about this stuff, Marwin is one of those movies that we were like, yeah, it might get some Academy attention because of when it's coming out and all of that, you know, and the pedigree and, and who's who's involved in the style of it and all of that. It's, it's the sort of thing that the Academy may enjoy, but... But they might not also. But they also might not. Yeah. You, you, you said you were disappointed by it. I would still like to see it. I just don't know that I'm going to get the chance to. Yeah. It was it was Universal's second flop, they called it. Oh. Because they put a lot of money into it and a lot of advertising. And it's Robert Zemeckis and Steve Carell, which probably don't come cheap. <laughs> so. um, I'd think, well, I would think Carell as leading man would be affordable. Because mm-hmm. he's often supporting character actor guy. You know, he plays second or third banana to Will Ferrell or some, you know, some other more notable 
more bankable, more whatever person. person. Because what? What, like... Well, you guys... Yeah, no, he's almost always in, like, ensemble movies, except for, like, Evan Almighty. Uh, Dan in real life, he's, uh, he's the... Oh, that's right, I forgot about that one. Uh, 40 year Virgin, he's the lead, I would... Was he? Yeah, he's, he was he's the 40-year-old virgin? virgin? Yeah. Huh. Like, he's had some... But he's The Bloom some... is potentially off of that rose, because he has... Those are all older yeah. movies at this point. You know, like, he was, he did Date Night, but that was with Tina Fey. Oh, look at that. And it doesn't matter. Let's, let's keep rolling. I'm curious, I'm curious now. I've fallen down the Steve Carell train. Oh, dear. <laughs> I apologize, everyone, for the derailment of this podcast. Uh, oh, he's Gru in the Despicable Me movies. Uh, Big Short, he was in that, but that's also an ensemble movie. Uh, Foxcatcher, ensemble movie, probably. What was that? Who catcher? Foxcatcher. Uh, no, Ruffalo. no, that was the Ruffalo. the him him wrestling coach movie. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was him leading a drama. Oh, well, there you go. He's he does a lot of drama work. Does a lot of dramatic work here recently. Uh, and he was also in uh, like this he's year. in Vice and he's in Beautiful Boy. Uh, what do you call? What's that other one? Uh, Big Short. Yeah. But there again, those are like ensemble second, third banana movies. Like Last Flag and Battle of the Sexes were also last year too, which are also very dramatic work. Uh, I didn't see Battle. I didn't see either of those, but Last Battle Flag of the Sexes, I remember being. It's the tennis movie yeah. where he's the villain. So yeah, he's sort of the villain, but well, you kind he... of also like you kind of also understand his motivation, and he's. He gets to be somewhat likable at points. Which okay. Is, which is which? Which is, that movie does a really good job of the balancing act. Okay. I might have to pick that movie. It's really good, just because I kind of want to watch Battle of the Sexes again. Um. And then we have Mary Poppins Returns, Emily Blunt's sequel to Mary Poppins, with uh, Rob Marshall from Chicago. Does Mary Poppins? What? Rob Marshall directed. Oh, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, directed. I was like, yeah. what? Who? He did. Hey. He did. He directed Chicago. Okay, so, got it. Yeah. I I didn't realize you were talking about director. That's why I was I was thrown. I was surprised you didn't go Lin Manuel Miranda, but I couldn't pronounce his name. So Lin Manuel Miranda. Ah, well, there we go. He's into two. Uh, of Hamilton fame. Hamilton fame, of Moana writing music fame, of writing probably some of this music fame. Um, I don't know, I'd have to look. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to dig deeper into Mary Poppins. Um, but then we also get, on Christmas, Holmes and Watson and Vice. Uh, Holmes, and, Holmes and Watson apparently didn't do well. Yeah, apparently it's not good. And apparently it's terrible. Netflix um, didn't want it. And Netflix buys almost yeah. anything. Oh, that's where I heard about Netflix passing on that movie. We were, we, I was, I spent New Year's with my girlfriend and her parents in New Jersey, of all places. Um, and one of the potential activities the one evening was go to the movies. And so we were talking about what we would go watch. And we briefly mentioned Holmes and Watson as a movie that neither my girlfriend nor I have any interest in seeing, uh, 
and then her dad chimed in and was like, oh, yeah, it's got like a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. <laughs> and then he proceeds to, I think, share the anecdote that it that, that Netflix passed on it. Yeah. It, it was interesting to read. I had to stop reading because I, I, when I saw the article on IMDb, I had to stop and be like, ooh, and I read that. Because Netflix doesn't hardly turn anything right. that's offered to them. Right. It's, it's a little bit in Netflix's interest to make stuff. If they can get their name on it and it's reasonably affordable, it's silly for them not to because the more stuff they can have their name on, the more stuff they can be associated with, the more legitimately they, the more legitimate they look, the more legitimate they look, the, you know, the, the stronger their platform becomes the, you know, they, then it becomes Netflix studios and they are doing theatrical releases and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see Netflix in a couple of years. Unless, yeah, unless there's some sort of major, like content shift or, you know, if net neutrality, the, if net, if the net neutrality rollback bites us in the ass. And, you know, and all of a sudden they have to start paying Comcast for preferential treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, then that just lines Comcast pockets and costs Netflix money that could deliver awesome content but can't. Yeah. And then there's Vice, which I'm interested in seeing. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see that as well. Um, that and Mary Queen of Scots and The Favorite. And on the basis of sex, are all are all uh, lower, are all movies that are possibly not going to be nominated for things. Yeah, Mary Queen of Scots is Margot Robbie and Saoirse, Saoirse Ronan. Ronan. Yep, that movie was good. I'm, I'm um, I, the the cast alone has me a little bit interested. Yeah, Margot Robbie, I think, is very underrated as an actress so far. But I well, really she like was her. wasn't she nominated for I Tanya? She was. Uh, but I, but so, I feel I feel like. Because that movie, a lot of people didn't see. Oh, I think I Tanya is a great movie. I might have to pick I Tanya. <laughs> Since I'm next, <laughs> but um, I just think that she can when she wants to when she puts her heart into something, she does it right. Mm-hmm. Like even her Harley Quinn and the mm-hmm. Suicide Squad movie is really good, right? And one of the only reasons to actually watch that movie. So, yes, they, I mean, it's one of the definite top three reasons to watch. I was going to say debatably, Number like the <laughs> opening sequence of that movie where they're introducing the team yeah. is pretty solid. Yeah. And then Margot Robbie's performance as Harley Quinn. Yeah, it, it definitely makes like top five, top three of things in that movie. Like I really like El Diablo, so he probably ends up on the list. Oh, yeah, because it was like. Comic book perfect like El Diablo. El Diablo, throw him on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I forgot that was very, very good. Uh-huh. Um, but now we move on to January. Oh boy! And let's get pumped because oh. January, because January is a roller coaster of joy. Uh, opening weekend on January fourth, we have Escape Room, <laughs> the horror movie about people. Trapped in escape room, that's killing them. It's one by one, sort of. It's very saw. I was gonna say it's sort of saw-ish. Yeah, yeah. 
it's a little bit. It's a little bit saw. At least the the, the trailers. Yeah, it's a little bit saw. It's a little bit. Um, I can't think Cabin of what I'm thinking. Me, cause there's, cause yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah, well, and depending on how much of that we are privy to. Mm-hmm. That, and that's something that could actually add an interesting element to that movie and actually make it, you know, like Cabin in the Woods, elevate the movie to... An interesting level. Yeah, to something more than another weird psychological torture porn film. It's PG thirteen, so it can't be all. Oh, like okay. It I didn't be realize it's PG thirteen. Yeah. It's a PG thirteen. So it's going to be more suspensey, thrillery than gory, mean. gross. Yeah. And this this could be one of those rare movies that benefits from PG-13. the PG thirteen rating, or not necessarily benefits, but is not hindered by the PG thirteen. A lot of times, PG thirteen rated horrors feel toothless or hamstrung or hindered or held back in some way. Like it would have been cool if they could go just a little bit further, but they wanted the cash grab for the PG 13. So they don't do it. We want the teen money. Right. Uh, then the following week, February 11th, we get a bunch of releases on the basis of sex goes wide to a bunch of screens, which is Felicia Jones's movie about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh. Yeah. With Army Hammer. Oh. I didn't realize that's what that movie was. Okay. Yep. Uh, RBG is very, very popular these days with a certain demographic. And it has, and the, and it has Buzz About's documentary also being nominated for uh, Best Documentary Film also. Oh, cool. RBG. RBJ. RBG. RBG. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that and Won't You Be My Neighbor has a great buzz. Also, oh, yeah, that. actually, I heard uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, The guy, one of the guys gushed about that movie for like it's 10 so minutes. So I was good. like, oh, I need to watch this movie now. It's so good. And I always end up picking, like, there's a couple of things every year when they do their uh, all-media year-end round, roundup podcast for like hours there's always a couple of things that end up standing out to me and some of the time i check them out and some of the time i don't and the won't you be my neighbor documentary is one of the things that they gushed about and i was like oh i need to watch this movie it's it's and because i know you've spoken very highly of it as well oh you leave that movie crying and just filled with joy and just like mr rogers so uh then there's also a dog's way home a Dog's Purpose sequel. Oh, is that really? Same writer. It's a oh, same writer. oh, so it's like it's a different book. It's like Nicholas Sparks stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's another. It's another, dog it's another heart-wrenching dog movie. Yeah, it's about a dog that gets oh. lost. It's about a dog that gets lost. Does it talk? Does home. the dog talk? Dog does not is talk. There's like, a voice behind it. There's a voice. Like, the, there's a voice behind it that's talking, but the it, dog does not talk. Oh, so it's not like. What do you call it? That movies, those movies, that movie, uh, no, Journey, Homeward Bound, no. Homeward Bound. It's got, it's, it's got, it's got. So it's like a narrator. Dialogue, yeah, so there's a narrator in the It's like a narrator, okay. And it's telling you what the dog's thinking, but it's not talking. Okay. okay. And that's Bryce Dallas Howard. So. Random fun. Who do do Basil? For fighting the actors and actresses for the movies, Ken. That's fine. I'm just, I 
It's a dog movie. I'm not super interested. Then there's The Upside, which is the Kevin Hart, Brian Cranston, Nicole Kidman drama. This movie, on the other hand, I am kind of interested yeah, in. I think that I think Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston in the trailers have great yes. chemistry together. Yeah, I agree. It's like when The Rock and Kevin Hart were together on the screen. I was like, I think I kind of like that. Uh, uh, in I liked it better in. No, the other one, uh, is Central Intelligence. Uh-huh. I like Central Intelligence better than Jumanji. Oh. I mean, from a from a Kevin Hart, The, the Rock, okay, chemistry yeah. perspective, not overall, Jumanji's so much better uh-huh. than Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence was pretty forgettable. Yeah. Um, but that movie looks funny and sad and good, I just think. Yes. Brian Cranston, I think, has the comedic chops to keep up with Kevin Hart and his fast-paced dialogue. And yeah, humor. well, and it, that's one of those movies where it depends on how much of that is written versus how much of it's ad-libbed yeah. versus... Everything else that happened. Yeah, it is sort of the, the, you know, the secret sauce that is filmmaking that most of us have zero clue about. Yeah. Myself included. I just know that there's, it, it's, it exists. You know, it's like, it's like all, I mean, there's, there's usually something special in any successful creative endeavor and you add, you add the exponential difficulty of the collaborative nature of filmmaking and Uh it just becomes a miracle that any film is ever successful ever. Oh yeah. There's something to it. Um, Replicas, the Keanu Reeves sci-fi movie that was supposed to be a straight-to-DVD release that now is getting a wide release. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's a Alice Eve and Keanu Reeves movie. I, don't get me wrong. I Alice Eve is beautiful, but... Keanu Reeves. Ke- Keanu I mean, Reeves. like, I'm, I, like, I'm Keanu Reeves in a... Uh, a scientist becomes obsessed oh, with yeah. bringing back his family members <laughs> who died in a traffic accident. You know, like, is it is it like replicants? Is it like androids? Or is it like Dr. Frankenstein? Um, I am intrigued either way. Uh-huh. I think it depends on the length of this movie if I want to watch it or not. 107 minutes. Oh, that's not that bad. No. <laughs> So like if it's about a hundred or something minutes, I'm in. Yeah, it's like good night. It's sub. It's sub a buck twenty. It's like if it's about two hours and change, I'm going to avoid it. <laughs> um, Ooh, January eighteenth, big release. Yep, I was about to say probably the winner of January right here, January eighteenth, Glass, the M Night Shyamalan sequel to Split and Unbreakable, starring what's his name, starring uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Samuel because his face appears us. most on the trailer or on the posters, it's despite the fact that he is not the character who for after whom the film is. Named. I'm being a little bit snarky it's, it's if y'all the, can't tell. It's the, it's the teaser poster that I like, and we have a poster that physically just has him in a wheelchair and it just says glass. But I think that the, the glass poster with the shattering glass yeah. and all the pictures and him in the middle. Yeah, well, the the poster. even even the picture here on the IMDb has three James McAvoy's 
one Bruce Willis, one Sam Jackson. I was about to say, you know, Sam. J- I mean, James McAvoy does play like sixteen personalities in one right. movie, so. <laughs> So I gotta give James McAvoy credit for that because he does a stupendous job in Split. So, um, but I'm looking forward to that movie. Not as much as other movies, but I'm still we'll go and watch it. Uh, I didn't watch Split, so I would I guess have to go back and watch Split you don't really first. Have to watch Split. Do you know James McAvoy has like 15 personalities? Yes. All right, then you're good. Oh, and one of them's okay. called the Beast. Then you're good. Yep. And that's the big, bad, nasty that's one that everybody's scared one. of. Yeah. Yeah. I got that from the trailer. Then you're good. <laughs> I was like... I, w- I want you to talk about Arctic Justice. Just, Arctic Justice? Just, is that the kid's movie just, that is there? I want... Yes. <laughs> I I, I, I am. can't find that on here. James Franco, Jeremy Renner, Angelica Houston, Alec Baldwin... Friggin I think voice that's cast probably a straight to DVD one, probably, or straight to like streaming. I don't know. I don't it's it a box office mojo. Oh, I don't know, but it's on the IMDb. I don't know. Given that cast, I have a hard time believing they would straight to DVD it, but because I, I I can't imagine it would make enough money back in DVD sales on because like who's buying random winter themed. DVD movies off the shelf. Bollywood. Really? Bollywood likes a lot of weird animated junk. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so it's, cool. I hadn't thought of the international market. Yeah, I was about to say, there's a lot of movies that you're like, why didn't I ever watch this? I'm okay. Food, now I want you to talk about the king who, the kid who would be king. <laughs> Because that movie looks like a dumpster fire. Oh, it does. It looks like it looks like Fox just went. All right, we have an idea. <laughs> then they gave money to the idea. Then they went, "Oh no, why did we do that?" It's the it's it's trying to be goosebumps without be without using goosebumps. Yeah, it's like fantasy goosebumps. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's King Arthur story, yes, goosebumps style with yes. children everywhere. Yes. Yeah, and there's this like magical th- threat that comes out of nowhere, and it's one of those movies where you you have to pretend that that adults don't exist. Yeah. Because why are all these 14-year-olds running around at, you know, 11 o'clock at night with no supervision and nobody caring? It's, it's, and it's, no it's, one's mom is freaking out? What? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to make any money. Fox has now officially lost a lot of money and it's going to start the year off with a bang. And then they have Dark Phoenix in the middle of the year, which is equally going to do nothing. So, uh, I'm still not entirely convinced that the movie's going to come out. No, I'm not entirely convinced New Mutants is going to come out. I know Dark Phoenix probably will come out. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> but um, Serenity also comes out, the Matthew McConaughey... I was going to say, not to be confused with the... Uh, with the ship. The Yeah, the Firefly movie. No, it is not. The this Firefly is a different movie. Serenity. Different. Everyone, take off your brown Ooh, coats. Stephen Knight's directing. <laughs> uh, Matthew McConaughey and Hathaway... Uh, Diane Lane, Jaiman Hansu, everybody's favorite. He's my favorite. Jaiman Hansu's great. Yeah, uh-huh. he's my favorite. Like I said, uh, who's the one dude? In that movie? I keep uh, I, all I see is four knife. Those are the four names I got. Anne um, Hathaway, Diane Lane, McConaughey. But I'm Hansu, excited for that thriller Don. because I just really like the cast and the trailer leaves me intrigued. Oh, drama thriller, 106 yeah. minutes. Yeah, I'd watch the crap out of that. Uh-huh. 
it leaves me wanting to watch it, so I'm interested. So November looks to be a very slow month other than glass. <laughs> January? January. What did I say? November? Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even in the right ballpark. I was outside the stadium licking the trash cans. But January. Oh yeah, we. I missed. I despite the fact that I sh- that I instigated it. Those last two, the kid who would be king and Serenity, come out on the twenty fifth. Yeah, they're at the end. <laughs> I like I said, despite the fact that I. It's okay. You jumped the gun. We're all good. <laughs> it was fun though. I enjoyed it. Was. it. <laughs> and I want to hear about your I don't, take on I the don't, garbage film that is the kid who would be king. I don't <laughs> usually take these things over. I'm taking the reins I, here. I, do this. <laughs> I felt like we were a little bit in our wheels. Um, but we're going to do our. As usual, tallies for the box office and see who's going to win this one. Oh, dear. Just a month. Just a month. Uh, top five? Top five. Whew. Um, got to pick five of those films, Ken. Uh, um, I'm going to go... Yeah, Glass is probably number one. Mm-hmm. Upside... Number two, just because it comes out at the beginning of the month and looks darned good, I think if... Uh-oh, 56 Metascore, that's bum, bum, bum. not super great. Uh, uh, bum, bum, bum. Wild Card... Wild Card. Uh, wild Card. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, I'm trying to find a... Oh, Replicas at number three. Wild Card... No, that's... the Wild Card Replicas at number four. Okay. Uh, number three, Serenity, because that cast. And that cast be good. number five, uh, I guess the dog movie? <laughs> I guess the dog movie. Dog's way home, man. Because it's not going to be either of the Dumpster Fire Kid movie. Well, it's not going to be the Dumpster Fire Kids movie. And if you're not confident that Arctic Justice is getting a theatrical release, then I will leave that off the list. Yeah, I don't have a trailer for it, so I'll tell you that. Oh, and it doesn't. Well, no, it does have a release date. Never mind. Uh, interesting, interesting. It's like Animal Crackers, which I think ever changes its date that it's going to be released for years. I am curious. Okay, so Elijah, what's... I have on mine, I'm going to go with number five, Serenity. Number four, Escape Room. Oh, I forgot about Escape Room. Number three, Upside. Number two, Dog's Way Home. Number one, Glass. Wow. Voting hard for the dog movie. I underestimated the dog movie. The January came out, the first one, and it did pretty well. (laughs) And I'm not going to underestimate it again, but I don't think it's going to be Glass. So, what are we going to pick for Tyler? Because he's not here. Oh, um. Because he ditched us to eat dinner. That jerk. Yep. Um, who eats dinner these days? Number five. All right. 
the horror Artic movie justice. that I forgot. Oh yeah? Well it appears you guys seem to have forgotten who edits these videos. So, with my picks I will decide this time. I have chosen for number one, Glass. Number two, Upside. Number three, Basis of Sex. Number four, Escape Room. And number five, Dog's Way Home. Tyler, why did you do this? That's insanity. Uh, but that is the box office rundown. We'll come back in January, near the after January, near, to give you February yeah. and everything else. Yeah. Oh, and then we. Well, are we going to do? I guess never mind. We'll talk about that off off yeah, the, I was about the to say, thing. We'll talk about that off. Yeah. Um, but if you want, there's a certain significant Hollywood event that happens in February. Oh yeah, we're that do we. That. I want to do that. That we may have to podcast about, but. We haven't discussed it. Yeah, I want to do that. But, yeah, I figure we probably will. Um, At least Elijah and I, I will. Oh, hey, 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 we should, we should get your, get your wife and maybe my GF involved. There you go. Yeah. I was about to say, we, I gotta tell you the date because the tickets are on sale for the Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Um, but... Send us an email to thepostermanpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at thepostermanpod. Find us on Instagram at thepostermanpodcast. Find us on Facebook at, guess what, thepostermanpodcast. Check out our website for downloads and everything else you can do. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Whatever your podcast catcher of choice yeah. is as long as it's not google podcast we're not on google podcast apparently you could get on you should be on there if you're on itunes that's what it said yeah it's really weird yeah I looked, no I tried no to look it that's up. false oh well i tried to look it up and that's, what that's it said. false um anyway uh but we'll be back with another episode next week and look out for a spoiler cast coming your way at some point in time yes maybe the double feature double spoiler double, double cast cast from mortal b Yes. Or Bumble Engines. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That. Uh, the, the, the movie where cars turn into robots and the movies where, and the movie where cities are on wheels. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. See you later. Bye. Oh, wait, hang on. Where's the thing? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. God. Sorry. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I was outside the stadium licking the trash cans.